This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Underwater. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie microscope. My name is Nick Nunzada, and I'm your gracious host. Alongside me, the aluminum foil Justin Waddell. Justin, how is it going? Yeah, I mean it's going okay. I guess. I, how are you doing, Nick? I got COVID, man. I got COVID <laughs> fever. Do you really? No, I. I I'm just. Uh, Don't joke, man. I got uh, nervous. Oh yeah. The thing I don't understand is, um, uh, is it a good thing that's happening? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to figure out. Um, one thing I want to know is, you know, they keep talking about essential workers. You know, that's the big thing. Have they started talking about essential podcasts? Have they have they gone down that road? You know what I'm saying? Have they started taking them off? And if so, where do we apply? You know, well, uh, we, if we're essential, we don't need to apply. Should be a given. Well, I that's what I'm saying. If maybe we aren't considered, and I want to, you know, get our uh, get our name in, in the mix at least. You know, well, I mean, if they go by uh, just sheer feedback, we're in. We're in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, was, remember that scene in Schindler's List where um, he is trying to clarify that they're all essential workers. Remember. Like their little fingers can get inside the shell casings and all this and that. We need Oscar right. Schindler. We need him. This this day and age needs an Oscar Schindler. Right. What do we have? Like Hannity. <laughs> uh. um, so that's not why we're here, though, guys. You got plenty of uh, political podcasts you guys listen to and comment on. <laughs> we'll just focus on what we're the best at, right? Mm-hmm. And guys, if you don't know what the movie microscope is, it's a show where we zoom in. We watch a film with a set of uh, three-dimensional eyes. We stare deep into the cortex of the vortex, and we pull out the dreams and the nightmares uh, to see what makes or breaks, and we share those with you. So like if we were watching Strange Wilderness, we wouldn't be talking about the scene where the cryptozoological creature uh, penetrates itself. We talk about the little moments, of which there are many in today's feature, Underwater. 2020s underwater. It came out this year, Nick. Yep. Is this one the of the few that, that we did of this year. Yeah, I thought Colorado Space was, but that's to be determined. But probably not. But is there anything else we've done from this year? 
don't think was so. Was Iceman from this year? No. <laughs> That's what my argument would be if, if they asked about, well, why, why would you consider your podcast to be essential? I'd angrily bring up our Iceman episode. <laughs> How dare you? And you wouldn't even have to finish your sentence. They would be getting that rubber stamp ready. <laughs> like, is it so, the one with with? Is it the one with uh, Michael Shannon? No, it's Tim Hutt. <laughs> it's the Tim Hutt one. So I saw this movie in the theaters all by my lonesome. You know, it's funny because I think a lot of people that went to see this movie probably shared that experience with you. Um, you know, it, have a similar story to tell. I don't, it, you know, it made, I looked at the, the, it made like 30 million, but I'm not sure if that is total worldwide. This didn't make a lot of money. Um, but you liked it. You, so you, what you sat in the theater by your loan and what did you think? Uh, yeah, I, I, I liked it. Ultimately I felt uh, it's not, it's set not, the, it's not the most original. Set the scene so. for us. Set the scene for us. Where was the theater? What were you wearing? What, it, what snacks did you get? I, I can tell you. All right. I was I it. was in I was in Hendersonville, Tennessee, which is uh, to the north, uh, the, to the northeast of this of the city proper. And I was holed up in a movie theater. I had uh, I was wearing uh, a pantsuit uh, adorned with the logo <laughs> of uh, seven seven years in Tibet, and I had uh, I think I had a. I had a you know a nice a nice big bottle of water, and uh, did you have you what's your favorite sour gummy? What you mean, as shape wise or flavor wise? Shape. Be specific. Shape wise. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna. I'd, I'd really have to think about it, but I, you know, I like. I you know, if we're getting serious, I do like the root beer ones. The root beer bottle. Uh, if shape I'm ones. serious, what about you? I like the the ones that are shaped like a, a keyboard that's like a guitar, you know, the kind of keyboard you play on a strap. A keytar, keytar, I think you're called. thinking of a, a keytar. Yeah, they are. And I don't know if is keytar like the cute nickname, and it actually has a. Does it have a well, proper name? You know who named it? Charlie. I don't know. Yeah, yeah from Iceman. <laughs> <laughs> guitar guitar <laughs> yeah so then, uh, uh timothy he was talking about that too but timothy hutton thought he was talking about his uh his what was it what was it his his trickster god <laughs> yeah uh mm-hmm. timothy hutton was too busy by the way he denied <laughs> he denied that any encounter happened with that. Oh, lady. what a what a shock. Are you serious? I didn't hear that <laughs> side. He denied it? Oh, well, never mind. Update. <laughs> well, hell, if he denied it, then I take back everything I heard about it. Yeah. So uh this was your first time watching underwater. Was it what you expected? Yes. <laughs> to a T, wasn't totally. it? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> It was exactly what I expected. In fact, it's funny that the movie starts off very much like the tra- the trailer has a very long intro where Kristen Stewart is brushing her teeth and her underwear. The trailer? In a, in a under- yeah, in an underwater station. And then like things start to go weird 
and then that's how the movie kicks off. Right. Um, so I thought I thought that was interesting that they that there was no there's no real build up to that scene. Um, it's just kind of represented uh, completely in the trailer. Um, yeah. So exactly. And I thought it was going to be a mixtape of other movies, and it totally is. Um, and by, I, one thing I didn't expect was the how great the creature is at the end. Yeah. So we can save that, but I that's the one thing that kind of surprised me. It did it also should have surprised you a little bit um that Stuart uh is in her bikini for a good portion of the film. It did not surprise oh. me because they they well they definitely put that in the trailer as well. She was walking around a lot in that um you know, I don't know what what is it? It's like a sports bra. It's like a sports of. yeah, sports panty. And then the other girl, Henwick, she also she also gets her bikini on late in the film. Her uh, bikini bottom, right? Yeah. It's he not does around. they show it's a not, shot of his underwear? Or his... All shredded out. He's he's not in the yeah, later he, portion he of the film. Uh, the, 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 okay, he... Good. Yeah, go ahead. Why don't you set it? Why don't you set up the plot? Well, let's talk a little bit about the plot of the film. And the cast and all that stuff. Uh, so, I mean, we got some good people in this. We got Kristen Stewart. We got Vincent Cassell, who's a miracle. T.J. Miller, John Gallagher, Henwick. I know you always talk about Mamadou Athi. He's in there. Uh, Cthulhu's in it. And then, you know, just a couple <laughs> other things. But um, And the plot is focuses – see, I did some research, and um, it, 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 obviously it owes a debt to Alien just a little. But tiny, it was more tiny. of a debt than I thought because I didn't catch the first time I saw the film that the corporation that they work for may have some ulterior motives, like like uh, Waylon Yutani did. So that was a new twist for me. But so these folks work in this deep, 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 deep. Whoa! Is that the? That was a, a good sound. Mug. Is that Yoda? Yeah, yeah. So I have a Yoda coffee mug, and uh, I accidentally hit it with my wedding ring. Uh, there's the first zoom. I zoomed in. <laughs> Yeah, I like how you try to defend your nerd choice by saying you're married. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I love a good Star Wars mug. Hell yeah, yeah. What do you do? You have any Star Wars mugs? I don't. I don't notice any at your house when I'm. Yeah, there. I have a couple, but the one. I mean, I usually don't use those when I'm on live streams and shit like that. I've got a Minoc mug, and I've got uh, a mug that's uh, the probe droids, just the lower portion. There's really no place to put the liquid. <laughs> well, to be fair about this live stream, it's just you and I. I'm not like doing this to like show show off. Is that what you're suggesting? No, I'm showing off to you. No, it's just once I once I mentioned that you had a Yoda mug. I think you were in correction. You were out there to correct course. You 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 have damage control. <laughs> oh no, I have a I have a. All I ever do is drink out of Star Wars mugs. That's good. That's a, that's a little that's a little uh, that's a little um, you know, character a trait of mine, I guess. Isn't that nice? Yeah. So they work on the ocean floor in the Mariana <laughs> Trench, and they uh, they kill it down there. They're doing all sorts of work. Got a lot of hard hardworking individuals down there. Huge station. They're, it's a huge station, and they are uh, grunts. Like they are, you know, like like an alien. They're they're uh, blue collar blue collar workers, right? You don't know what they do. They just they're just down there doing it. That's they really are. what it, what it's about. They're doing they, it. They are doing it. 
You don't know what anybody does. The only person that you know, you know that Kristen Stewart has some kind of engineering background, and then you know that Vincent Cassell's character is the captain. Everybody else, you're just like, uh, what do they do? I'm not so sure. You and know? you know that Rodrigo's going to make it. That's that's one of the other things that you definitely know. Well, I was actually I was actually surprised by his early death in this. It was a great death. Great death. It was death. It, rem- reminiscent of the abyss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Bean's death. In the abyss. And also, isn't is, it, is it, doesn't somebody like a Venerai? Oh, in Outland, somebody decompresses decompresses or whatever and explodes, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And uh, and uh, also, uh, it does sort of happen in Event Horizon, but the person survives. Right. Um. So Jack Noseworthy. Oh, one of the best. Um, so they're down there and there is a, a breach of the stability of their hull and our, our hero or her, our heroine, heroine, Kristen Stewart, um, has to go in there and, uh, shut up, shut things off before everything gets blown out. She gets blown under, you know, our, our hero, think, Nora. And Nora. Yeah. And, and, uh, before Nora is done, am I, you get it? Um, she has to save her ass. So she is. Brushing her teeth, the hole's compromised. Something hits, the, she hears a weird sound. Water starts coming in. She runs, she makes a break for it with another um, worker. And they, they're trying to wait for other people as, as this station collapses, but they can't do it. She has to hit the door closed, right? She has to close, she has to close off the uh, compromised uh, section of the ship, with, yep. which we've seen many times. And, so and, many times. And Yes, I don't mind it though. I don't mind it. It doesn't bother me. So the it's familiarity of, of this doesn't yeah, bother me. You know, I mean, because how long has it been since we've had an underwater movie like this? I mean, we had Life somewhat recently, but we haven't had an underwater movie like this for quite some time since the Golden Years, or Deep Star Six and Leviathan and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Lords of the Deep were out there. You know, so we're lucky, right. we, and the Abyss to an extent, but. The, I mean, the other ones are A-list films. Well, you you have a partial. You like deep water horror, right? Like you like it. That's a, you kind of you dig it because you like it, weird sea creatures anyway. It's number one. It's number it's one. number one. Number one. And underwater monsters will always be un, number one in my life. Fair enough. You know? yeah. And uh, I saw the I saw your bumper sticker. Um, <laughs> they, <laughs> but that's the thing is what I liked about this movie. And, excuse me. I think that they do have, like you know, the script obviously is taking st- from other movies left and right. But it's it's not a small budgeted film, and if it was, they certainly it certainly looks pretty great. The monsters are cool. Um, it's creepy, and you know, it, it looks like Alien. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not like they everything's hidden. It's not like they're just walking around. I mean, I think part of it is they're able to save money because the claustrophobic nature of some of the you know shots in it. But when they show the underwater stuff, it looks pretty good. It looks really good. Uh, there is good production value. The one thing I will say is that they, uh, they, I think they doubled down too much on the, uh, on the claustrophobic stuff. It's like watching, remember, I don't know if you saw first man, but that movie, uh, it, it got a little bit tedious with the way that the, it was super close up on, on, uh, you know, our, our hero, Ryan Gosling. And I think they do that a little bit too much in this movie too. And I understand you have to save money and you can't have everything be, you know, 
broad yeah. vistas, but the uh, the underwater stuff, you know, due to the depth, there's so, such little visibility that you never really get a ton of you know, money shots in that you would, you know, I, I would even say something like Alien has more. But once again, for what it is, I think it does a nice job with it. Yeah. A lot of yeah, people compare this to the first man. Hey, it was Charlie. I'd say good night. Um, I own first night. I like, or not first night, first man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't own first night. Um, I like, I like first night, uh, first man, but I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, I, what does, what does like claustrophobic horror the best is it, the best does a pretty good job with it. I think like what, what's a movie that it, it, it feels really like awful. Cause I don't think the the I don't think that was that effective in this movie. I don't I don't feel I didn't feel panicked, I guess, in the in those in those shots. I mean, it looks cool. I think stuff like Blair Witch uh does that kind of stuff. You know, a lot of the found footage movies thrive on it because of the nature of the style of it. Um I think that it, there was one like that the, was like really the good descent. At it. I know you don't like the descent, but the descent does a great job with that that kind of um, uh, claustrophobic, uh, you know, I guess, I don't know, the, the, those kind of shots, I think, in, in that movie, they handle really well. And the pyramid, and as, a, as above, so below. Lots of films. I like that. I like, I like as it above, so below. I know we yeah. saw that together. We did. We were both surprised. Yep. I actually it was one of those movies that you kind of wish that they would have just kept going with the Indiana Jones found footage nature of it but it's still pretty good when they don't do that so um anyway getting back to this movie what did you think of tj miller in uh, this doesn't bother me at all doesn't bother yeah. me i mean and, and actually Please. he's and he's sort of and he's not a wimp which i liked he actually volunteers to risk his life pretty quickly he'll comment on it but he's not a he's not a, he's not a sniveling piece of shit he's actually kind of a proactive dude so yeah they set him up like he's gonna be like bill paxton from aliens right like they set him up like he's gonna be that character and he isn't um he's certainly the comic relief in this uh but it's something that they didn't think they needed through the whole movie i guess <laughs> well and honestly i i think he's yeah. very funny on silicon valley he's not funny here he's 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 levity but he's not it's not like they wrote him great stuff to say it's just he's 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 he provides levity, but nobody. Yeah, at one point he said. So when Kristen Stewart comes across him and he like he you know him her and this Rodrigo guy that they're trying to figure out what to do now that they've kind of saved themselves from this the ship uh, you know uh, being compromised they he he's like buried under rubble they help him and he has a line where he says something like uh, to Kristen Stewart he's like my flat chested princess to the rescue or something and you know that it feels like it feels like an improvised line by him but he doesn't get that many moments to do that like he, he he's kind of a little bit annoying to me in this but you're right he has some nice moments and then he disappears um he disappears into the belly of the creatures i believe they eat him it's, it's inconclusive um, he gets uh ripped from his suit and uh, I guess swallowed by the the meanies in this. Well, he he, he sort of decompresses too, because he has a breach in his suit and then is liquefied. I think 
Yeah, um, so they, kinda, yeah. they, they suck them out of a suit, I guess. So, it's anyways, so where, where they go is the uh, the ship, the hull is compromised. The Many of the escape pods are all blasted out. Apparently, some people got away. We don't really know how many or whatever. Um, I think the end of the movie, and they, they do come across one of these escape pods where it's it's been destroyed by the creatures. Um, and I think at the end of the movie, when they're showing what's going to happen to the escape pods, I think we're led to believe that no one really escaped that the creatures probably got them too. Well, maybe. Yeah. And so they're forced to do this incredible two mile walk on the ocean floor, uh, with, with the remaining equipment that's there, uh, having never done this ever, no human had ever done this. So it's kind of a daunting task. And um, yeah, it's the it's the captain's idea, played by Vincent Cassell, who who has you know that when they happen upon him, he has just ejected his crew into these the you know these escape pods, and he has stayed behind. Which Kristen Stewart's mad; they're friends, sort of friends. And she she's like, you keep saying you have a kid. Why didn't you go? Why didn't you go? And he's like, the captain, you know, goes down with his uh, deep water station i think yeah is, well know, and yeah and, he, and we find out he's really he's really depressed and dejected and we find out why because uh mm-hmm. he and monica blucci split up <laughs> are they not together they are splitsville that is harrowing don't tell me, don't tell me this are you are you shitting me she is a single woman you wait to this episode to drop this on me <laughs> yeah. are you kidding I'm not first COVID now this. <laughs> so what, how, how's he been, how's he been faring since the breakup? He's, he still looks great. He's in a lot of great movies. Isn't he in the, he actually does. In, yeah, just, he's, he he's coming look, up in something. He's in Westworld. He, I think he's, he showed up in Westworld season yeah, three. I know. I, that. Yeah. I think I didn't know that I, he is, is he another series? Is he in Westworld season two? No, but he's in movies. He's in movies all the time. Um, he's great and he looks good in this. And I like his character in this. Yeah. He's just, although he, he does have some secrets that are hard to explain. I just think he's, he brings a lot to, to movies. He's such a versatile and interesting actor and, and a weird blend of great physicality, uh, a lot of charm. Uh, he's, he just fits into so many different roles and, and, uh, you know, you look at him in the ocean, like in Ocean's Twelve, and then you look at him in Brotherhood of the Wolf, and then you look at him in. Uh, was he in a Bond? He hasn't been in a Bond film. I can't believe he hasn't been in a Bond film. But uh, he's just, yeah, he, he he elevates this movie. Um, but so they have to do this awful walk, and as they uh, they are immediately treated to the devastation of Rodrigo, um, whose suit has a breach in it. I think he gives Kristen Stewart the better helmet intentionally. Right before he, they go, he, he, there is a shot of him kind of looking over the masks, and he makes a decision, and you don't know what the decision is, and you and you think maybe that's not really of consequence, like because you know it's just a small thing, but then you find out it is. It is and, consequential, and he his suit doesn't work in the at the worst time possible. <laughs> well, and and the way that yeah. they shoot it is lovely because he explodes, implodes, explodes, overplodes. And they're forced to both. they're forced to walk through his his liquefied shit, like his mm-hmm. his viscosity. They have to travel through. And the great thing is, this is an R rated film, so they there's there's some nice gore, and that's a really nice icky scene. Um, yeah, there. I think at one point she's 
I think she, it's almost like it's a, reminiscent of um, of uh, no, actually that's later. That's later. There's a Beowulf reference later because I think she. she oh yeah. Protrudes yeah. From a, yeah, yeah. And no, it, but um, you know, I think she's walking through his cheek at some point. I mean, yeah, it's well, just and she kicks his nut. Not good. He kicks his nut out of the yeah. way once too. She does kick his nut. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And then she puts a, I like, I thought it was sweet that she put his uh, whole foot, his whole left foot in her backpack. Her her uh, water, there's a waterproof backpack that she's wearing, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, she, he's gone. He exits the film unexpectedly. Yeah. yeah. And it sets a stage because you have basically four main characters from there on and uh, they're not all, they're not all going home. That's one of the fun things about movies like this is, uh, There's five. You miscount. T.J. Miller, the girl, mm-hmm. Kristen Stewart, mm-hmm. and John Gallagher, and Vincent Cassell. Yeah, that's five. Okay, yeah, yeah. and then Rodrigo. No, that, that was six. <laughs> um, <laughs> the one of the things I love about movies of this ilk is, you know, that people are going to get dispatched in interesting ways. It's just a matter of who gets done. You know, who gets the glory of a really good kill and who's your surprise survivor? This film forgets about the whole survive su- surprise survivor thing. Um, mm-hmm. And then, but, and it kills people in exactly the order you would expect, I think, right? Well, I expected more, I guess. I guess I expected almost everybody to die but Kristen Stewart. So I guess that is something that I guess didn't deliver. They didn't deliver that. They, they surprised me with that. But um, you're not going to kill people who I are in love, right? That's that's one thing I think this movie kind of fails at is there's some attempts to, I guess, interject like, you know, Kristen Stewart had a, a boyfriend that died. So then she is kind of weirdly um, rooting for this couple that, you know, this John Gallagher and Jen, Jessica Henwick's couple characters and just sacrificing herself for for their love. That didn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, it's nice of her. I think that maybe you could have skip that well that's um, why they threw in the whole subplot about her fiance getting killed i know i know yeah she has a speech at the end where she's like you guys have to you know basically you have to be together you have to there's if one more moment you can spend more and more moment together it just doesn't make that much sense and then the whole idea that cassell's he is hiding the death of his daughter which it doesn't amount to much it's weird and then possibly he's hiding like you said, this ulterior motive that he have has to even go down there and mislead his crew. Well, I think sure, that they kind of bring during that up. the opening yeah. credits. It, it's like a Godzilla. Mm-hmm. It's like the uh, Monarch Industries thing where you see these headlines and stuff, and that flat out says that this has happened before. They talk about strange creatures. They talk yeah. about you know this and that because they, they they visit the old base later on in the story because um, they obviously their first one's in shit shape. And and uh-huh. then apparently, uh, and I haven't listened to the commentary or anything yet, but uh, the director has gone on record saying that that was Cthulhu at the end, or it's supposed to be an old god, and they and they make comments uh-huh. about that sort of, so that these they say that this the industry that they work for and the name is actually out of Lovecraft, um, is uh, it has is intentionally going there, intentionally doing this. It's the uh, it's uh, the the name of the like business, the company. No, it's like Pontus Endeavors. That's who that's who Kristen Stewart works for. Pontus, Pontus, P-O-N-T-U-S. That's what that's what it looks like. The Wyland Yutani 
stuff that she's wearing that like jacket and that's what it says on the back but is there a talos as well yeah there there's a goddamn what's the name of that stupid thing stupid city um what's the name of that dumb thing tn tn industries oh wow yeah. And then, well, the, I, I imagine, I guess this suggests that Vincent Cassell kind of knows more than he and is kind of not giving his crew the entire truth. Now, he's not an evil man. Uh, maybe he knew the risks and was willing to take them on behalf of everybody else and, and certainly regrets that decision once the shit hits the fan. He seems pretty sad about it. Um, he does. And he's certainly trying to help. He tries, he's trying to help everybody escape. He, there's no point where his character is betraying anybody. That's kind of one of those standard issue plot elements in these movies is there's always a character that uh, is doing something um, behind everybody's back. He sort of it seems like he might have been doing that before this happened, <laughs> but well, he's he's in he's in full like warrior mode. After, one of the biggest problems the... about movies that that uh, that wear the uh, Lovecraft patch on its sleeve is that they 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 approximate the look. You could you could slam stuff if you want. Um, they approximate the look and the creatures and the tentacles and all that, but they don't capture everything else. So this really feels like it's using that those that imagery to its advantage without following through on some of the other stuff, uh, which is fine right. because this is an underwater movie. And I like the idea. Like they were planning, obviously, a, a series of movies. And they were planning to tell more stories. That won't be happening, but... You know, the idea of maybe this is one of the old gods or whatever, and they can actually enhance that. There's none of that madness. There's none of that stuff where, like, Vincent Cassell's character would be leading them to their doom in, nor- in normal in a normal Lovecraftian type of thing, where he would seem right. like he was their, their helper, and then you'd see he just gone batshit crazy, and that never happens here. Um, but it, And that, that's one thing is that maybe... Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, it's, it's, it's still neat. Yeah, and I think, you know, this movie sat on the shelf for a while. You know, it was, I think it was shot in 2017. I yep. mean, it's, you know, it, it might have gone through those kind of rewrites where they were just kind of like, you know, focusing on the action and kind of leaving this more complicated stuff, um, you know, on, on you know, unshot or, you know, rewritten. So it kind of feels like some of the strands in this, you know, some of the stuff that Kristen Stewart's figuring out as she, you know, flip-flops her way across you know the sea landscape uh it just feels like it's kind of awkwardly positioned in the script but you know it's fine i mean the action's pretty good and the creatures are pretty cool you know there's a little yeah so let's talk about the monsters there's uh there's three versions Mm -hmm. of them that we meet in this story and you gotta think there's probably more um but what do you think what was your what was your what was your initial reaction so the first creature they f- they find is a like it's a little squirmer, right? Mm-hmm. It's like this tiny little flesh eating creeper, and they they drag it inside. It, it attacks them and they kill it with That's a nail a gun. Gr- and they great drag shot it of it falling and smashing yeah. onto the ground. Yeah, yeah. And so, and it's kind of like a scene an alien when they're kind of looking at the face hugger and like, um, I think an aliens, and it's just kind of like they're. They're, you know, in any of these kind of movies, they're kind of going, oh, what's this weird, weird thing? So that, you know, that's the first introduction. And then the actual, when they're actually, after that, they're actually in jeopardy. They're actually in jeopardy from these kind of humanoid type uh, creatures with these really wide mouths. Um, 
that are kind of their size and f- they swim real fast and uh, they look they're a actually little, a little bigger than them. They're yeah. a little Cloverfield to them, to me. Yeah, yeah, and they're 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 bigger than them, but they're they're kind of humanoid, right? Like they're oh, absolutely, and uh, and they're well, dragging these guys around. They're dragging them into like caverns and underwater. Well, T- caverns TJ refers them. to one as a Slender Man in one moment. Yeah, well, that's pretty good. I like that. Um, and then of course they say to the at the end that the money shot is you know Kristen Stewart comes kind of face to toe because this thing is huge with this humongous sea creature that looks like all these other creatures live inside of it. Yeah. Like little, right. Baby, like, yeah. Like, like little parasites or, or babies. Yeah. Yeah. Like they eject from his back or whatever, you know, you never really get completely a full shot of him, I think, but I guess maybe you do, but it's obscured, but he's huge. I mean, he's gigantic. Like yeah, he is, uh, I assume it's a, he, I guess it could be a, a she, I don't know it. It's a it's, it's a gigantic. big it's a big bastard, and it and and yeah. it screams underwater, which I love. And I like, I mean, it's it's just you know, obviously that's like you're right. It's the money shot, and it and it blows up the scope of the film because I didn't expect anything like that to happen. I when I was in mm-hmm. the theater, I was a little giddy, and I could see you know it's funny because I was reading folks responding to this movie. A lot of people didn't see it in the theater, or they waited, and then you started to see trickling in people kind of championing it. Because it is a sneaky movie, and if you're not, if you're going in with no expectations, I think it's going to be a nice surprise. But that alone, like just to just to ask that of its audience, you think about. To me, the mist was the same way when they introduced a gigantic creature. A movie I already loved became that much more mm-hmm. mythic and interesting because they had the balls to present something that was just beyond imagination. You know, obviously with a kaiju film, we expect that, but with something like this, when they throw something like that your way, it. It does, it, and it's maybe cheap, but it works. It just gives you that that instant reaction. Yeah, and that, and that always works in movies. They're already outmatched. They're already getting destroyed by these the medium sized creatures, whatever, like the mid the mid creatures. And then when that thing comes out, like it's, I mean, it's just like how can they survive? You wait know, like to wait to almost... that creature's papa. <laughs> that's the <laughs> that's the junior. Yeah. Um, and so let's talk a little bit about that lead up to that. So there are a bunch of scenes where, you know, these guys are in jeopardy from these kind of the, the you know, the, the monsters that are in most of the movie, the kind of humanoid monsters, right? Although I guess this big old creature is also kind of human, human shaped. Are you it looks talk- like a pie. It looks like a, go ahead. Are you talking about the clingers? The clingers are the small guys. Like the, I think that's what they call the small, the small. I think small. the small ones are mini clingers. And then the big ones are clingers. Oh, okay. Oh, they the call best, those guys clingers. The best, right? my favorite shots in the whole movie, there's two or three of them where they're they're um, going into buildings and there's these shots of these creatures standing on ledges up above in silhouette, just watching them. Do you, mil- like you know that. what I'm talking That's, about? That is amazing. Yeah, I do. That's a great shot. Um, it's almost like they don't even see it. You know, like it's almost like we see it, but they don't, which is, which is pretty creepy. Um, what did you think? Of two things, T.J. Miller's chest hat, unnecessary and a very unnecessary, but very featured in the movie. He's wearing take his shirts off a lot, and two, he has a a little side plot where he is um, carting this stuffed bunny around with him, which was originally a real bunny in the filming. What does that tell me about this? So yeah, they, they actually had a real a real baby bunny with them 
that they filmed those first few scenes with him. Um, and then they just, they said, well, if we, and I, there's like a little documentary and they said, he said, um, if we shoot, once you shoot it a couple of times, they could substitute a stuffed creature because it's only being quick fleeting shots. So, but they, yeah, they, there was originally going to be a live bunny. I don't know why they had a live bunny. I mean, that, that meant that's just ripping off the abyss to an extent, but yeah, there was a goddamn live bunny moving around on set. And the abyss, was it a rat that the guy had? Yeah. So yeah, TJ no, Miller, TJ Miller's leg gets ripped off and then his whole head fills with blood. It's pretty great. He gets his fucking leg ripped off. Is that in the documentary? No, I've got the movie on in the background right now. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It gets so yeah, because he gets pulled under this thing and he gets kind of smushed out of his suit. He doesn't deca- he doesn't get it doesn't decompress him because they're not in, they're not outside when this happens. They're in a, in the ship. That's right. So he you know, here's the thing. <laughs> what the fuck with the with the bunny? What are you talking about? They had a live bunny and then they switched it to like so he's got these the the connection he has to the stuffed animal feels very strange to me. And then he when he dies, the crew treats it like they need to bring it to the surface. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. That's the first thing I would I would like, well we don't have to deal with this anymore. I'll tell you what though. Let's- that bunny uh I don't want to see no bunny die. I don't want to see no bunny get eaten by a fucking clinger. So whatever. I don't either. Is is that why they switch it? I mean, what? I, this is a mystery to me. So you said that they originally were going to have a, he was going to have a pet bunny. And then they decided not to do that. And so then, but they, instead of getting rid of it, they just gave him a stuffed animal. Right. And it's wet. Well, it's, it's, the movie <laughs> takes place underwater. Um. I mean that's that, on the documentary they that's, they're they're spinning it as they realize that they didn't have to have a, a live bunny in the movie and they I think they had shot scenes with it and without but there's some great shots of them just cuddling with this adorable thing. Did they did they fire the bunny? It got me too. Yeah. Did you let me ask you this? Did you think it was a bridge a little too far when Kristen Stewart at the end ejects the bunny like a torpedo at the huge monster and it cuddles with it? <laughs> It wasn't a bridge too far. It's a right-sized bridge. <laughs> That'd be a great way to end it. I think it'd be um, great if yeah, the, the bunny floats up right eye to eye with this Cthulhu thing and it shits its mm-hmm. pants and leaves. <laughs> I think it'd be great if he fired the the um, bunny and the, and the creature cuddles with it and then Kristen Stewart says to him over the over the loudspeaker system says, it's not real, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the big catchphrase from the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's not real, you. It's not real, bitch. Um, I say it twice because it's so good. How would you think of the Cheetos and Moon Pies product placement in this? I, I remember the Moon Pie. I, I don't remember the Cheetos. Yeah, they well the Cheetos they they find some Cheetos first and then they um find moon pies. And then I think Kristen Stewart has a revelation that's, that's somebody snacks and she's heartbroken about it. So, <laughs> <laughs> might've been Jessica Henwick's character, but they, they realize that the, the, the snacks had once had a human owner that is now. Yeah. They're not natural. Uh, they're not naturally dead. occurring moon pies in the Mariana trench. Mm-mm. But uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Can I zoom in? Mm-hmm. Mariana trench. You know, who else lives down there? Who? The Megalodon. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have some connection with the Megalodon. That's right. Steve Alton's uh, De Niro. 
Is that was that a? <laughs> but it's Steve Alton's. It's, it's, uh, it's it's his. Uh, I, I'd say it's his Tommy Wiseau. His his gigantic shark, and then um, but you were once attached to make a movie about a gigantic shark, and that that comes from the Mariana Trench, right? I was uh, apparently one did, of the small clingers. Did you ever visit that that location? Did you go do some uh, locations? scouting there yeah no nobody's been there really there's some deep shit going on you you tell me that nobody they didn't shoot this movie down there no is that what you're saying to me the thing that did surprise me was that they shot a large portion in dry for wet and they did a wonderful job with that i think in this movie because it does yeah you know you could usually tell when they're doing that and and here i mean their particle the particle uh graphics and all that the movement, they do a really wonderful job of making the dry for wet really work. I thought that, You're talking like, about the actors? You're talking about the actors too, right? The yeah. actors have to act like they're underwater and they're not. Right. Right. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this has got some of the best dry for wet stuff since Body of Evidence. <laughs> you know, the director, that was his big thing on this movie that the actors actually really liked him because he was very direct and clear. He just said, act like you're wet. <laughs> Just kept yelling at them. One of the big zooms right. that I got when I was watching the special. What is there more <laughs> action? <laughs> is that what directors do? Yeah. One of the big uh, the big surprises, and this is kind of neat. First of all, they they built their suits out of nothing. Like those suits are were practical. They were very heavy, and they built them. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, the guy that did the effects for it, I actually know, uh, he worked on Hellboy and I spent a lot of time with him on that set and he was amazing. Right. And, and, and I, I, I couldn't place him cause it's been like, you know, 15 years since I've seen him, but then I look, mm-hmm. uh, the name was familiar. Uh, the guy kills it in here. But the thing that surprised me is they, the only thing that they replaced on the suits was the glass for the masks. So they, they, really? it's all digital glass because I guess then they had a lot more control over what you would see and it works so good. And, it's my uh, favorite kind of glass, by the way. Digital glass. Ooh. What do you think? What do you think about? You have uh, no reaction. Well, no, I, I know you. I mean, I, I know. I remember. I so remember. you, you like you. So you thought that was impressive. I did see. I, I guess it is impressive because I didn't notice it. I thought for sure uh, that was real glass that we were dealing with. You know. Yep. Um. So you tell me when that glass of that from that guy's suit and it starts to crack, that's fake. No, that's real. Like his face really cracked. Okay, good. Whew. But no, they, yeah, yeah, the thing that they, they they did use real, they did have like the bunny. They did have real glass for a while, and then halfway through, <laughs> they went digital. <laughs> they went stuff. Well, actually, um, that's not too far from the truth because they did underwater tests with them, and they were airtight, and they and they did they were able to do some dives with it. But for the sake yeah. of the hero camera moments. It just didn't make sense, you know, obviously with reflections and with uh, you see how close they get those cameras up to Kristen Stewart. They're literally could yeah, they get right next to her. Yeah. The, the, one of the things and I she, don't like uh, about the creature designs is they feel uh, it feels like they change when it's convenient. The way that they the way that the creatures appear. Now, I know that they're loose yeah. and their skin's all weird and shit. And like, you think about like an octopus can change its shape quite mm-hmm. a bit. But the one thing I'd say is it's not consistent um how they look other than the fact that they have the cool glowing eyes and that they move really weird and fast i wish mm-hmm. that there was a little bit more uh 
depth done to the creation themselves. Even when you see them up close at the end, when it's tasting her, it just feels a little vague. Like it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it's a finished idea. I hate that. Yeah. At the end, whenever she, they're moving through this kind of um, area where all the, there's a lot of hang down. Is that the right? Yeah. And uh, there's like a lot of fleshy hang down. They're trying to be quiet. Um, but then they end up, uh, somebody's cell phone goes off or something. Something happens. Their suit starts to warn. Her, so then the, the creatures wake warning. up. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the equivalent of the cell phone going off. And so then Kristen Stewart has to do battle with uh, one of the creatures and he swallows her almost whole. Like, remember, he puts his mouth all around her. Oh, like yeah. A snake. Like a. And then she fires some kind of flare and kills it. And then she bursts through it, which I thought was kind of a cool scene. Yeah. Um, That's your Beowulf moment, right? As a Beowulf moment, but you're right. I mean, I guess, I mean, is it partly because they don't spend a lot of time? You never get to see one up close. They're always kind of moving and weird when you see them. Is that, is that why? Well, you're annoyed? Um, on, the, on the documentary about the effects, the, the, they had gone with an octopus like creature right up until late in the project. Um, so they were going with more of an octopus type of thing. So, and they realized that, it's more, it's scary with a humanoid. And it's funny because on the documentary they show the stuntman was like in a, in a suit chasing Kristen Stewart around on, on that like floating wheel thing. And it, they mm-hmm. said it was creepy as shit watching this guy chase her around. Like, well, maybe we should make it more humanoid because it is creepy. So I understand that. But oh, I think okay. audiences have seen so many monsters, um, so many designs over the years that the piss test, like you have to, you, you just got to be a little bit, you got to bring something new to it. You think about even the Star Wars films, it's a it's a cornucopia of interesting monster designs. But then you look mm-hmm. at what Guillermo has done with his movies and you look at uh, the Ridley Scott's movies and all that. Even the thing in life, like you, you need to keep challenging people with new stuff. And, and I will say that in the same way that the rest of this film is sort of familiar, I think that extends doubly to the monsters. Still works. But they, mm. I don't want a toy of this thing, and that's usually kind of the thing. I want usually that's the first thing I think of is, man, I want to get a toy of this thing. Fuck that mm. toy. Well, that yeah, I think you're right. I, I was surprised that they were so human. The, at least the, the 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 I guess the I guess even the end creature that they were so humanoid. Um, I wasn't expecting that. And you're right, that creature from life is fucking weird. Like it is, it is the opposite of of this. It's a, it's like a ball of goo. Yeah, and then you think about and what, it is, and it's mean. It's super mean. You think about a Quiet you know, Place. Like kind of, you think about that movie with, uh, with uh, Rafe Spall. What was it called? Like the uh, hunt. What was it called with the creature and the fucking mm. the ritual? Yeah, you love that creature. I just, it's, it's not. It, it, it's sort of dumb, but it's unique. You know. So, yeah. I, and then, and then, uh, uh, Annihilation. You know, they just keep. Keep twisting things a little bit, you know. Keep twisting it a little bit. Um, Annihilation benefits from the fact that it's just it can it can do anything because the creatures are it's just always it's kind of undefined throughout, right? And then there isn't there is a humanoid thing at the end that is her like doppel yeah, ganger that that's is fucking weird. so bizarre. Yeah. yeah. So there is one of those octopus creatures. They kept one of them for that scene where she's all by herself. So you see one of those octopus creatures, which makes you think. There's there's more of these creatures down there, different species. Um, yeah. The the other thing yeah, too, they come to they come um, to feed at that that it's like a smorgasbord for them. They they can't wait. And you know what Jessica Henwick says? What her character was like 
we shouldn't have come down here. That's we made a mistake. We we caused this. This is our fault because we're drilling down here and we we went too far. We did this to ourselves. Went too far. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the thing is, that's 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 why they also said that this is probably orchestrated. That this company is TN is working in service of the old gods. But the thing is, like these creatures, how often are they down there without this kind of food on hand? You know, they got to settle for fucking you know, goblin sharks and fucking anglerfish and, you know, you know, s- snorkel face, you know, so th- this is, you're right. It is a smorgasbord, which is a dumbass word. Um, why there's not are, a lot of people down there. Why not, did, there? There's so many of those creatures and there's not a lot of people to go around either. You know, not especially later in the film. Do you think they have leftovers? <laughs> yes. Do you think they yeah. save some for later? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The only problem is styrofoam floats. So they put it in the, in the takeout and then it floats to the surface. And like, shit, not again. What's the equivalent of a green egg down there? Do they do they smoke these guys? They use, they use the geothermal vents. Do they do a slow? <laughs> <laughs> do they do a slow and low? <laughs> really low. I love it. I love that shot. <laughs> That shot of the clinger with the little chef's hat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What do you think about the action figure close up in this movie? I got it. I was about to bring it up. Is it Mr. Is it Mr. Freeze? It looked like Mr. Freeze. It looks like it. It almost looks like a seat. Yeah, it looks. Someone's in a. There's a couple shots of. There's a shot of of like a, a Cthulhu looking creature. Someone drew. Uh, from early on and then there's this action figure it's a deep sea diver but it looks like it might not be a humanoid or no, human character it's totally a human character you think so yeah yeah it looks like a um, actually what it looks like they did was they had a, a mr freeze figure and they doctored it you know it seems like they second guessed every decision they made on this film it's like they, it's like they did they originally have a different action figure and then midway through the shoot they went back and yeah yeah, um, the, it was on a foosball table that had a lot of debris on it. Nick, yeah. did you ever play with the, on a foosball table that I had debris. was that messy? No, no, I draw the line. Yeah, yeah I take it seriously. I yeah, me too. What I would like to see is a film where they're underwater in the deep, deepest parts of the place, and nothing goes wrong. Yeah, because well, that's you, the thing. You're talking the, the, six and a half miles down. You got loads of pressure trying to kill you every second. It's the most dangerous environment known to humankind. And nothing goes wrong. That's the thing about the abyss is the abyss has some mystery elements to it. Uh, but the creatures were like, you know, sweetheart, uh, vanilla, right? They're sweet, but the, it was the humans that were fucking things up. So uh, that's kind of Cameron's attempt, I guess, at, at going down solo. Um, and you know, keeping it but sweet, the, right? but not to not to talk out of school, but the Benthic Explorer gets destroyed. Um, and little geek and big it? geek both get their asses kicked as well. I know. So there's a poster hanging up. That, I don't know if you noticed what yeah. it said. It's like a <clears throat> fan, something teamwork shit. Yeah, it says working alone is against company policy, and I think I could relate because you know we have the same phrase. The movie microscope zooming alone <laughs> is against yeah. company policy you know yeah um 
Do you ever feel like the monsters in this are just kind of fucking with them? No. It feels like they're kind of like teasing them at, at points. No. I disagree. Right. I think the monsters are right. are ruthless in this thing. They're nonstop assholes. What do you think of when you hear the word rebreather introduced uh, real early on in the script? Any script? What does that mean to you? It's gonna. It's like you know the whole introduce a gun in the first act thing. No, it's just gonna be. They're gonna be like these guys are gonna be underwater for a long time. Don't question it. They got rebreathers. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what what it's about yeah. i think man if you introduce a rebreather in the first act they're going to be breathing re later on <laughs> <laughs> all right you keep talking i gotta get plugged my computer in uh yeah so this hey, take, this takes place in the sea um <laughs> and uh there's a license plate down there it's interesting Kristen Stewart is somebody I've never liked. I've never felt like she had a lot of personality. And she doesn't have any personality in this, but she does a really good job of carrying it, surprisingly. You, you, you waited for me to leave for, to start ripping Kristen Stewart? I said something nice about her. I'm sorry. Good. I like her a lot. What was that poster that I just saw in your office there? Where? How did you see anything? You, when, you, when you move your computer, I saw a poster on the wall. How did I move it? What is that? Rushmore? Oh, Rushmore. Okay. I thought I was. Uh, and also, what do I have next to it? Bottle Rocket. Of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then what do you have next to that? Yep. Last Temptation and Passion right next to each other. Nice. Nice. <laughs> uh, my favorite, my four favorite films. <laughs> yeah. Plug this in. Damn. That plug's hard to get to. Zoom in. The outlet. Um, they had a couple parts in this movie that were hard to get to. Like? Everywhere. Yeah. Jessica Henwick. Uh, is that her name? Jessica Henwick? Yeah. The Almost Ray. She was in Star uh, Wars, though, right? She was in it anyway. She was. They gave her a, just as an important role. She played one of the resistance fighters or a fighter pilot. Yeah. Um, but she was, she was, I think... Super close to being Ray, and like then she had auditioned and then, for a year, and then Jamie Foxx got it. it. Yeah, <laughs> I like her. I think she's she's kind of good in this. I mean, she doesn't get much to do, but uh, you know, she's wearing a shirt in this. I kept trying to zoom in to see what it said, but I I, I gave up. It said uh, Cthulhu's rock solid. <laughs> Do you think? Do you, yeah, think, do you think how much? How much uh, of this film could have been expedited by not having John Gallagher dragged throughout the third act? He is dragged a lot. That's why I was surprised he didn't die, because I was like, and I thought for sure he'd be dead before T.J. Miller. So I was super wrong. Yeah, he doesn't get much to do. They're dragging his uh, his sorry ass, uh, damaged body around. Um, yeah, but he lives. And he's getting horror movie revenge, so. <laughs> For Hush? Uh, Hush, and um, I guess we could you could do Clo Cloverfield Lane. Was it 10 Cloverfield Lane? Whatever that movie is. Does he live in that? He doesn't. He gets shot point blank in the face. Oh, okay. He doesn't make it, huh? So, so there's, a, there's a couple things I wanted to bring up. One, let me ask you a question. Do you think... I saw somebody on uh, Twitter being annoying about this but they were saying underwater is an easter movie do you agree 
I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Because the bunny. Jesus Christ. Fuck that person. <laughs> person doesn't exist. I made it up. And then two, they talk about their dogs. Kristen Stewart and Jessica Henwick. They talk about their dogs in this. And Jessica Henwick reveals the name of her dog. And it is sh- it shattered me. What was it? Tenny. <laughs> Do you think she named her dog after the incredible actor John Tenney? Oh, that'd be Do you great. Think that... That'd be great. Uh, and Kristen Stewart's dog is named Jim and James whenever he's bad, she says. Yeah. Yeah. And then and, and then they show a picture of uh Henwick's home and, and she's actually she shares the dog with Christopher Nolan. <laughs> it's like Oh, you pronounced it differently. Okay. So we did talk about Gallagher getting, they're dragging him around. Remember I was talking about the hang down scene whenever they're working their way through like the, the creatures that are kind of asleep and they can't make any noise or flashing lights. And then uh, Henwick's suit starts going off and the creatures start to wake up, but they have a cute shot of Gallagher, uh, John Gallagher. And he, he, go, he goes, cause he's like kind of uh, in and out of it. And yeah. He says, he goes, beep, he goes, beep, beep. That's probably not good. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a great, it's yeah. a pretty great line. Yeah, it is. But I love that. I love that. He said, beep, beep, like this <laughs> to imitate the suit noise. Like, like Richie, <laughs> like Richie Tozer. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah. I love John Gallagher. I love that guy. I do too. I do too. He should be in more stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in 2017, he was very hireable. So it makes sense that he's in this. I haven't, you haven't seen too much of him lately. Is he on TV? He has to be showing up on TV. He has to. Although he, I know he's... I, I know Sorkin likes him, but uh, uh, Sorkin ain't... Uh, I don't think he's doing anything right now. Maybe he is. I don't know. So what do you think the whole thing at the end, they get to the escape pods, all this craziness happened. There, there's only two space pods. They, or no, I'm sorry, escape pods. There's only two that work, and the third one does not. And Kristen Stewart decides to cover it up and say, "Hey, all of them are working. You guys go first. And then knowing that she won't be able to escape. Um, what do you think about that little last minute drama on this? I think it's dumb. Maybe. And I think it's also dumb that the system allows itself to be destructed so easily. There's. There's literally, you have the option to blow up the entire. Talk about, I thought you were talking about democracy. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, so yeah, I you didn't like that. that I, whole, I, like, I understand that that the movie needs to end, and that they have the mm-hmm. have some denouement, but uh, I don't think that it, that's it's just I don't like when it's what was it I just oh, I was watching the core recently. And they have to mm-hmm. go nuts at the end to override stuff because the ship is not built to let itself get destroyed. So they have to actually jury rig it in order to make it, bad things happen. And this system's like, oh, you want to destroy everything? Here we go. Here's the button. It's kind of dumb. It's not a button, Nick. It's one of yeah. your favorite elements. Touch screen. It's one of your favorite things. It's, like, it's a. It's a. She does it with a space bar. She hits the space oh, bar. That's that is ridiculous. But she does her little fingers to raise the levels to hundred, and then she hits the fucking space bar. Yeah, because what happens is she she gets her two friends to eject and to eject safely, while the monsters otherwise occupied destroying the rest of the station. But then the 
then this huge creature realizes what's happening and he sends his little sperm like you know creatures up and to to get the pods and so she and there's Kristen Stewart seeing all this play by play on a computer screen right she's seeing uh, somehow Some seeing the computer makes renderings of all the creatures which is great <laughs> it is it is and she sees it getting closer and closer to the pod so then she does some calculations she realizes if she does like a nuclear blast she can uh, engulf every bad thing and save the two little good things. And that's, what she, that's, that's what she does. Although, I mean, this is the Robux station that we're talking about. It, they mm-hmm. may have pre-programmed those creatures if they are in service to the old God. But I don't, th- I want to, I want to think that she doesn't blow up the monster. I want to think that the monster is that Cthulhu can't get his ass kicked by that. You know? Well, it, it, the the final shots of him is being swallowed whole by it. So it, it doesn't look good for him, but you're right. He might've just gotten bothered, you know, but he might have, he might've just absorbed it and like shit it out and said, fuck this. Kristen Stewart, they made the decision. She does not live in this. She gets killed, even though the the end of it is kind of uh, reminds you of the final scenes in sunshine with Kappa, Hmm. um, where he, he's still somehow as everything is ending kind of in this like, tranquil place right and so you see her final shots are her not being blown apart by this blast i like how they cut it so that we see her doing that after it's blown up Mm -hmm. like can't we just do that before because i don't like seeing her i know after that (laughs) well that's what that was strange and then what i kept thinking after she blew up that whole station was that burke was going to be pissed (laughs) you know (laughs) You know, the, the creatures going. remind me a little bit of the alien um, from Resurrection, too. The newborn. There's a little bit of the newborn yeah. to it, too. Yeah, yeah. They're better. These creatures are better. Um, what did you think of <clears throat> when she's looking at the renderings of the creatures floating up at the space pods? And then she zooms in on the... on. The, she, like, does the little, like, you know, the iPhone, you know, zoom in. Yeah. Into the one space pod, and there's a rendering of this of the of the bunny. Did you? <laughs> and then, well, did you like that? And then I, I yes, I did love that, and I love that you see the two pods. Attention zoom, and then you yeah. see hearts going back and forth from them because they're in love. <laughs> they are in love. Yeah, and that's what Kristen Stewart she says. You know, she wants them to live to be in love. I like the f- and I- uh, and John Guler was like, hey, if you. If you got to believe I'm not going to dump this woman as soon as I hit surface, that is fine. You know, you notice how he's tight lipped about about the fact that his dick got ripped off down there. He's tight lipped about that. He knows that they're not going to drag him knowing he's got no dick. He's like, I'm not going to drop that truth. He's like, shit. She's like, because she's dragging him. She's like, I love this guy. He's got a great dick. Um, and, and he's like, he's like, oh, I was about to say something, but beep, beep. Nope. <laughs> censors himself and then Chris Stewart's like why is there this why is your crotch area stained blood red he's like oh my god that's did you see them pissing blood red fluids it's they pissed on my crotch yeah I had a red velvet moon pie hit me right there <laughs> they have those right I would oh hope god, they do. you know what I love how sickly all this sick de- detritus floating in the water they it deserve if there should be an Oscar category for most gross floaters because there is so much just weird shit you don't know what it is in the water. It's dumb. Right. Um, did you did you see the final over the credit shots 
the haunting score playing over these these credits of like the kind of the newsreel of like what happened this about the survivors and about you know the presumed watery creatures that um but they show pictures and one of the pictures is of the stuffed bunny and what they're measuring yeah it's got it's evidence it's an evidence they're, photo they, they're met they've measured it they have a picture of it with I guess a, a ruler next to it. Yeah, it's an evidence photo. That shit had to be entered into the record. Yeah. How fast did that thing hit the trash, I wonder? <laughs> After they got to surface, yeah. You know, TJ Miller's character is named Paul in this, and I, I thought they kept calling him Pool. Like, I thought they kept, like, P-O-O-L-E or something. But I think they were just calling him Paul. It's a super zoom. <laughs> It'd be great if they all had like last names that had to do with water. You know, pool. Yeah. Floaty. <laughs> this uh the crab dip. I I really hope that uh this this doesn't that we don't see less films like this. We need more we need this to to get to catch on on home video or something because I just, I just love this kind of stuff. I just love seeing creepers just hating life and fucking up. There's not a lot. These movies, these underwater horror films are never that successful. Deep right? Rising the wasn't, and that's one of the best. The Abyss did, I think it barely got to 100. Barely. Yeah, well, I, I, I just, it's just like, that's kind of a, you need to keep them low budge. And maybe this one was. I wonder how much it costs to make. I guess we should have zoomed in. I don't think they tell you on, on IMDb because uh, it'd probably embarrass. The director said that the reason it took so long to come out was because they really worked on the effects a lot. And it sounds like that they were also um, still making decisions for a long time. He well, said that they were. And then this is when 20th, 20th Century Fox was getting acquired by Disney at this time, too. Mm-hmm. That's part of it, yeah. yeah. It's the first film with the new logo. Lots well, of. They're off to a good start. Okay, they say the budget was uh, eighty million. Oops. Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like it. And it did worldwide. Yeah, yeah. It did almost forty-one. But this, uh, it came out in January, right after, right after the holidays. Virtually mm-hmm. no fanfare. Very good trailers, I think. Um, no star you, power. Uh, really. They, they're delighted that you bought it because you bought it, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're thrilled. That's getting there. That's getting them back to to the green, <laughs> to the black, right? Yeah, it's just getting an inch from closer. Yeah, they. Yeah, did you spend fifteen dollars on it? Yeah, I yeah. love I love the the creature. Though. He's got all those pimples with little guys living in him. He looks so angry too. Like he's really pissed. He's winning. He's winning so hard down there. Like he he could not be stopped. And he's still angry. You know what I'm saying? You think it, it, at some point they'd cut to him and he'd have like a look of relaxation on his face, you know? Yeah. Man, I, he's looking mean and angry. I love that shot during the credits where they, where they, where they go and they recover its body and they had the photograph of it with 9 million rulers. <laughs> uh, how big do you yeah, think he is? Dick? How big is he? You think 300 feet more? Uh, I would, yeah, I would, I'd say at least two ninety nine. <laughs> he's, big. I don't know if I. I think it's actually probably like four hundred feet tall. 
I just, I mean, uh, Godzilla, we need more of these damn guys. Did you see what happened? Like the, they do have a, in the, in this, the post credits. Did you see it? Did you stay? No, I didn't. So they come up that Jesse Hanawick and John Gallagher Jr. They, they hit the surface and like a battleship picks them up or aircraft. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I can't describe the ship. And uh, they're like, we got some good news and some bad news. Good news. Um, you guys escaped that it looks like that whatever was pursuing you, this gigantic creature underwater is done is dead. Bad news is there's COVID 19s up here. <laughs> so it's a worldwide plague. So you guys should have stayed put. And they said, we have one more stop on our way home. We got to go pick up Jared Leto. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, that'd be a perfect place to self isolate down there. And, and it, except there's just one small thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or a big thing. Nightmare creatures. Absolute nightmare. Yeah, nightmare creatures. That sucks. I, that really sucks to, to, to be beset by nightmare, you know, uh, to sit, be set upon by nightmare creatures. That's one of my worst fears. Um, that would suck. Wouldn't it? A bit. Oh, by the way, the, the name of the rabbit is little Paul. Is it really? Yep. Yeah, he puts it in a fanny pack. Uh, that's like a TJ Miller trademark is to kind of constantly yeah. undermine his his the coolness of his characters, you know, or may, you know, I, it, he just always is making himself super uncool. So yeah, he's at shoving the stuffed animal in a fanny pack at one point. Nailing it. Um, he was. You're right. He was good on Sil- Silicon. I, I did. I do miss. I did miss him, and I kind of missed that show actually. Yeah, I, miss- I saw some footage from it. I, I do like the fact that uh, oh, what's the Asian kid's name? I love him so much. Uh, Jimmy O something. Oh Yang, yeah, he's on an, an upcoming show that looks very promising. Yeah, uh, he's very good on Silicon. Oh, he's, he's funny so on funny on that. Like, and a different kind of funny. Like it's not Jin Yang. Jin, His name yeah, Jin Yang. Jin Yang. It, it's a different kind of funny that he is too. It's something you don't see a lot of. It's not. They're not. They're not really playing the the, the race card at all. It's 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 great. Um, I just love, I love, uh, that show. I miss it. I wish they'd bring it back. Although I, oh, by the way, he's on, he's in fantasy Island. Oh, we'll, we'll be zooming that soon. <laughs> oh, he's in space. Another bit. He's on space force. Oh, that looks, yeah, that's got a great cast. Oh yeah. Noah Emmerich. <sighs> Say no more. But isn't it Judd, isn't it Judd Apatow and somebody else? Like it's like the guy that did Parks and Rec. I think that's his show. I think I, I don't know too much about it, but it's got Steve Carell. Who else? Like uh, <clears throat> Malkovich. Who else is on there? Yeah, Malkovich. You got Ben Schwartz. The pr- yeah, Ben Schwartz. Uh, Fred Willard, Jimmy O Yang, Don Lake, who's great. Um, mm-hmm. Hey, Don Lake. You you mentioned but you okay? You you were watching the Escape from Denimora. What is how, how do you say it? Escape from Denimore. Oh, Chris Geth- Gethard is in it too. Fuck him. And you, you really like Bonnie Hunt on it, but Don Lake was her writing partner for a long time. Let me zoom in. I don't, I, at least they, they worked together for a long time. Yeah, she is great, but I didn't realize she was only in the first and last episodes, which. Oh, okay. But yeah, that was a, yeah. that was a great show. Really great show. Um, yeah, I have to catch up with it. So why are we, are we really going to watch Fantasy Island? I mean, I'm down with it. I just. I need to know why. I think we're I think we're gonna do every movie. Remember that's what that was my promise. 
early on in this, but we'll do all of the movies. We're gonna zoom in. Okay, I'm I'm ready. I didn't realize Kim Coates and uh, and uh, Michael Rooker were in Fantasy Island, so I'm there. Kim Coates is in that. Yeah, I'm down. I'm in. And there's there's a big chance that he would. It's a horror film, so I bet he gets killed in it. The only thing that scares me about it is uh, Maggie Q. You know, I like her. I love her to death, but she had stomach issues w- with her poops, and uh, she had to go through this big program to get her poops fixed. I don't. What's happening? <laughs> what are you talking about? You don't get certain. Are you serious? You don't get that Facebook ad. I get this Facebook no. ad all the time for, of Maggie Q talking about her poop problem and that she had that she went on to these pills to solve her poop problems. This is not a joke. Nope. Maggie Q is a poop advocate. She's like a proper poop advocate now. Mind if I zoom in? Yeah. Maggie Poo. <laughs> I love Oh my god. I, I love Rod Stewart. <laughs> do you want to do the work? Oh, why not? Uh, why in the hell not? Um, I mean, so where does this rank? I need to know where it ranks in your echelon of uh, with, uh, you know, and, and let's just create some parameters here. Let's let's not just make it undersea things. Let's make mm. it let's make it a closet like like close quarters uh, ship crew based horrors. You know, so you can include alien, you know, you can include deep star six, you can include, you know, deep rising. I guess the the upper part of the spectrum is Alien, and the lower part of the spectrum is Lords of the Deep. I never saw Lords of the Deep. I, I mean, I'd say it's mid or lower almost. I, mean, it's, I liked it okay. I can't imagine, you know, watching it again too recently. I mean, it's fine. You liked it more than I did. I think it's not a very rewatchable film. It's it's not fun. It's, it's uh, very derivative. The dialogue is, is 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 placid. Yeah, and you know, like I said, I think Kristen Stewart is great, uh, but you know, she's she, she got short hair in this. That's a big. Uh, you you've been making a lot of short hair comments on the podcast. It, do, it doesn't necessarily I, bother me here, but uh, she uh, is. I think she's been great in a lot of movies recently. Um, you know, this is fine. You know, this is her attempt to kind of dip her toe back into a big big budget fare, but it didn't quite work. Her this and Charlie's Angels, right? Yeah. So. She's kind of uh, she's she needs I guess she needs to stick to the her her indie dramas. I, I can't, where she's been quite good. Although I tell you what, her two front teeth get t- are, are. Have you noticed her little two? Front, lot, her two front teeth get a lot of uh, attention. They got a lot. They got a lot of attention in this. You're right. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize she has. Like, That's fine. I guess the, I, I don't know if it's like the rabbit, but it's it's kind of neat how they the, she has two very big teeth. And the scene of the rabbit with the with the uh, rulers there. All right, so we're doing the work here. I say it's. I, I would agree mm-hmm. with you. It's on the. It's in the middle, maybe a little notch up, just because of the underwater and how well it, it's really well made. Like the, it's very well shot. It's very. The effects mm-hmm. are very good. It doesn't feel cheap or in any way. Of course, eighty million dollars. It better not. But I think you could even listen to our podcast about this without seeing it and then watch it. And it would be, even though we spoil everything, I think it. It almost wouldn't matter. No, it'd still be kind of fun. To watch. It absolutely yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, there's there's nothing there's nothing surprising about it, especially once you know that there's a giant creature. That's the only, you know, that's the only surprise. Yeah, yeah. so we didn't ruin that. That and and then uh, that and that she ha- she has totally 
wears pants like totally totally goes she goes down to her nakeds at the end there yeah she pulls like uh yeah she's she's definitely they're they're definitely wearing like some fitness outfits or something at the end um that's fine the creature the creature is is also slipping on a pair of uh swim trunks at the end so <laughs> everybody's getting into that yeah um, all right so let's let's get into it all right so here we go uh you are you're a you're at the tar- you're you're at the parlor. Needles humming. Uh, you know, he's it's he's already sketched out what you need. Now he's committing it to, to epidermis. What would that be? Mm-hmm. I would get the I would get a, a two parter, split screen, real bunny and stuffed bunny, <laughs> next next to each other, uh, you know, side by side, and I'd put that on my. Um, well, to celebrate the film, I guess I'd put it probably, you know, on my one of my uh, my, my upper butt. Yeah, because there's a lot of there's a lot of shots of butts in this movie. We didn't really talk about too much. You, you keep making reference to the to the bathing suit uh, shots, but they do show, you know, the ladies from behind quite a bit in this film. Um, and the and TJ Miller, and Wiki and 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 Wiki feet went fucking nuts during this movie. <laughs> there's a lot of bare feet. Yeah, Kristen Stewart at one point uh, tries to put on sneakers and doesn't have enough time, so she she just has to run in her bare feet, and you could hear the Wookie feet fanatics, yeah, just cheer, you know. So <clears throat> kind of anyway, kind of yeah, so I, kind of moving on from crawl, actually taking the crawl to the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she injures her foot at one point. So anyway, there and she injures her. We, she's got a bloody ear at some point. You know, she's she. These are injuries that don't really hamper her though. Uh, what about you? What would you, what would be your tattoo? Um, I think I probably will, will, will get, uh, that, like that giant monster, but like a cartoon caricature version of it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, he's like, this is on my calf. Uh, and I, and I, and the cool thing is, uh, his, uh, his hair is my leg hair. You know, I make his leg hair be my hair, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, and uh, ejecting out of every pore of his body uh, are, mm-hmm. are all the all the previous SNL members. So you got like you know John Lovitz, and it's a kind of a neat little thing, you know. Like yeah, you know Horatio Sands, Nora Dunn, Nora Dunn, Nora Dunn. Yeah, you got you know Jane Curtin, Charles Rocket, all the big ones. Uh. Chris Rock. Oh, we're gonna keep going. I mean, there's a billion of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a billion of them. That's all. I, that's all I got. Joe Piscopo. Who is the guy that was in the Ladies Man? That is. Well, I can't remember his name. Um, he's funny. He's all, he's in a lot of movies. Tim, Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows. Tim Meadows. Yeah. And then the Mean Girls. And then right out of the crotch, Jay Farrow's head just bursting, man, just bursting out. <laughs> what about Jay Moore? Is he on there? Yeah, he's in the back. You should put the J's next to each other. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that's a good one. Um, you have uh, been tasked with an amazing uh, uh, financial windfall, um, actually more than the budget of the film, to build your own uh, underwater-themed uh, item. A lot of ways you can go with it. I know. That's true. <sighs> 
what could what could you do i just i would just create a restaurant i mean just to get in the spirit of things i just create a restaurant where you order the you order the, your food and then they just put a the bottom of a pool and you have to dive in and get it <laughs> do you ever play that game when you're a kid where they put like coins at the bottom of a pool and you had to like dive dive down and get the coins or the rings it's like the ring they have like rings down there brother i played that as an adult <laughs> Samara's down there. What's her name? Um, <laughs> but what is it? What's that? What's that? The ring baddie's name? Yeah, is it Samara? Yeah. Yeah. So, but like, no, like I, I would, you order your food and they just chuck it into the pool and you have to dive after it. <laughs> and then, you know, what's great about that is you're, you're, you, you have pocketed almost just under, just under $80 million. <laughs> It's just like underwater, you know. Yeah. That's what it reminds people of. Man, this is so much like that movie. Yeah. So I have a eating wet, eating wet food. I have a amazing restaurant, a seafood restaurant, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you remember on the Peachtree Plaza, the Sundial? It's a rotating restaurant, right? Right. Uh, so this is underwater, and air, the all of the walls on the outside of this this cylinder is a video screen. And playing on that video screen is an approximation of the bottom of the ocean with video that we've created of different silt and lights and all that. And every once in a while, fish will go by. And, you know, you're ordering shit. You're eating your food. You're rotating around. Everybody's table, they have like a little periscope that they can look into the sea. It's really cool. Um, and, and then every once in a while, there's sightings. Like you have to keep, you have to really pay attention. You'll see those glowing eyes out there. And you, you see like the movements and those guys are shitting around. And, uh, you know, so it's sort of a game and whoever spots that creature, um, uh, like they hit a button at, the, at their table, the waiter brings them a free shrimp cocktail and, uh, and then the whole thing, oh, that's great. and then, the, and then the, and then the restaurant surfaces, like you actually see the, the, the go to the surface and, uh, and, uh, the creature has, uh, taken on, uh, one article of clothing from each person that has, has, uh, figured it out. Well, at least it's not complicated. <laughs> That's what I like about the idea. Um, so, does, uh, but I, I, does, does anybody ever? Go ahead. No, I'm I just sorry. like the idea of you get, and then you get a photo of you w- with the creature in cargo shorts. <laughs> so you come out and um, and you come out of the restaurant, and your your shirt's missing. And they're like, "Oh, you 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 must have won. You must have been the one that spotted them." That sounds like a good. That sounds like a good. Uh, that sounds like a fun. Place. I love the idea. It sounds like, yeah, yeah. I didn't incorporate the monster into my idea, but I guess I could have some kind of monster element to it when you dive in after your food. But I think just diving in, uh, you know, for watery steaks or something would be fun enough. All know? I could tell you is don't order the Rodrigo soup. <laughs> it's gross. All, All right. right. So, uh, yeah. You, uh, all right, look, look, you're in this damn story. You found your way into yes. it. What shape does your experience take? Uh, if I was a character in here, did you, do you have one? No. So I guess I'd be, you know, I'd be, I'd be like a, um, I don't know what's down there. Like, I guess I can, can I, is there, can a crab be down there? I don't know. I hope, cause it's very deep, yeah. but let's just say I'm some kind of crab. Okay. 
that's down there. And I'm like the neighbor to this, to this space, this, this sea station. Yeah. And I got a little, I have a little shell that I live. I don't know what, where crabs live. Let's say I have a, got a tiny cave. Mm-hmm. I have like a white t-shirt on like a <laughs> tank top. And then I just come out when all the ruckus starts happening and all the explosions and people getting eaten. And I'm like, can you keep it down? Uh, <laughs> or, or I'm like uh, drama, you know, like you're just like very sassy and annoyed and trying to crawl, call the, the water police for noise violations. Nice. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that would be, I guess that, that'd be my character. Do you think, do you think this room has, this movie has room enough for like a character like that? Yeah. Like sassy crab, the tank top crab, they keep cutting through. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then they, you know, they, this like shots of like TJ Miller getting, um, sucked out of a suit. And then they cut to the crab and he's like rolling his, his eyes, like his stocky <laughs> eyes or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> this again, you know? Yeah. Weakling. Um, keep it out. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'd be. All right, so I'm a a super a super Lovecraft nerd um, who's on the station who is annoying as shit. And and so there's before um, before uh, this group of people came onto the island or onto the ship, I was down there irritating the living shit out of all the people on this on uh, the device. You know, he's like talking about the mythos. And like showing them all these fucking sketches I've done, and like trying to get them to play a couple of these role playing games I've brought down, you know, like just a, a pain in the ass guy worshiping, worshiping all that shit. Um, and then the real, the, it turns out not only is he a huge fan, but he's 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 with Cthulhu. He's down. His 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 favorite is there, and 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 he yeah. and he uh, he doesn't he he sees it and he doesn't believe it. He he doesn't he doesn't think it's actually Cthulhu. So he's like sassing it, you know, he's like, you know, he's asking it obscure trivia, you know, like about fucking, you know, Sogoth and shit like that. Of course the creature doesn't speak. So the guy, uh, the guy's just like, he's a existential crisis. And, uh, the creature finally gets fed up and incorporates it into himself. So if you look really good when it's, when it's rising to the surface, there's this fucking hippie in one of its pores, just fucking still like shaking his head flat earthing the shit out of that Cthulhu. <laughs> Trying to have a Cthulhu trivia night on his back or something. Yeah. He's like, um, he's one of those guys you couldn't convince him shit. Even if it was right there in front of him, like, you know, he's on Facebook. He's, he's sharing like, you know, stories from, you know, wired about how that's not Cthulhu, you know, <laughs> that would be, that'd be funny if you were a Cthulhu nerd and that and Cthulhu did happen. And it wasn't good enough. Yeah. You know, yeah. didn't live up this. I get it. You said the creature is fed up. I get it. He is fed up in this. He's been eating the whole damn movie. Nick. <laughs> he hasn't eaten one shit. You haven't seen him eat shit. I mean, what, what happens is he send his little minions out to eat things. And then he gets to, he gets to consume. They come back and then he, it's like, he gets to eat some food too. Like what? I don't, I don't understand the whole relationship there. I guess we'll have to talk to the director Eubank, yeah, William Eubank, William Eubank. Eubank. I think I think actually what he does is he's got a uh, he's got a little uh, a, a whale like a whale uh, lure in his in his mouth and he sh- dangles it and whales just fucking haul ass into his mouth like constantly. 
He's just he's in, inhaling whales like routinely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And, and uh, I, I like the idea of, of those creatures being his babies and his food. So he just he just creates his own food all the time. He's like milking. He's shooting those babies into his mouth like he's just fucking eating them out. It's like a seahorse, except he doesn't let them out. He just keeps them. Do you see the, the second deleted scene they had at the end? Which, the post-credit? Which one? So he, he Cthulhu, this Cthulhu character swims to the surface the first time in his life. Like he finally makes it up. And the, the people aboard those aircraft carriers say, we got good news and bad news. The good news, you survived a nuclear ba- blast. The bad news, you got COVID-19 up there. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> do you see that? Um, I, I like the uh, the idea that he, he talked about in the documentary where, where Cthulhu surfaces. And once he reaches the next layer of the ocean, he is crushed immediately and his body implodes because he's lived underground. He can't live on the surface. His little, is that what the director said? His little wet body would just fuck up. He said the director said he would. Did they think about having him surface? No, he just said his little. I, I, no, what? I just figured him for more of an iPad guy, you know. But you know, whatever the director wants, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> but he does say his little wet body would fuck up. <laughs> you said that? Did he say I'm that? I was quoting him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, so, so you got uh, I would love to see him. I would love to see that character, that huge monster, adjust adjust to life on the surface. I will say that. It'd be great. You know, although, what do you think he would hit first? Uh, probably Nathan's hot dogs. Yeah, that's one thing. Yeah, although he would probably get instantly destroyed. It doesn't look like he's a fighter, right? He just he's just big and and yells. He's angry. Yeah, he's angry. I don't think he's got. He doesn't shoot rockets, so he doesn't have like a big fire breathing ass. You know, he's just a. He's just scary. You know. Although I, I tell you what, I'd pay good money to see that. I want to see him terrorize more. And I, I'd like to see an emotional scene. I'd like to see him cry. Yeah, that's the. You know, and, and maybe maybe he was crying down there, Nick. We couldn't tell because he's in water. <laughs> Zooming, you know. <laughs> yeah, he could have been pissing too the whole time. He could have been whizzing like super streams. Can, <laughs> can you imagine? She's like, uh, you know, that for the last 20 minutes, we've been in his piss. It's her last words. <laughs> the computer said that that's a, her last realization is you've been swimming around in his pee <laughs> the entire last two well, hours. No, what? when she's looking at that computer and it's showing them schematics of all the creatures swimming up to the surface, it pulls out and, and the entire area is yellow. She, and it says <laughs> his whiz. It says you're, you're, <laughs> you're, and the, oh my God. <laughs> So he is, he's kind of the king of the sea. Would you say he was the king down there? He's up there. And that was his kingdom? Yeah, he's up there. He's one of them. Yeah. If he's not the king, he's he's definitely uh, in the city council. Right. Yeah. All right, so what about the island? That's the last thing, Yeah, so you got a goddamn island where all the debris has been scattered. And, uh, you know, you got to represent. You got to get, you know, items from each film. This is a big one. 
I I already know what I would take because right. you know, we you know, take we take an important item from the film to remember it by. I would take Kristen Stewart's yellow toothbrush from the beginning of the film. Nice, because I'm all about hygiene. Um, you know, I I hear, I'd never hear you mention it when you talk about your island. I don't hear you talk about bathing soap, any of that. Right. My island, I got a, I got a yellow toothbrush. Nice. It was white. It was uh, white I, when she got there. <laughs> and I uh, don't have any toothpaste, so I, you know, I do. I make a toothpaste like thing out of coconuts, like a toothpaste. Nice. Yeah, and my teeth are gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like man. Ever since we started building uh, our entire platform in the urine of a giant creature, my toothbrush just changed color. Um, let's see. I am, you know, the thing about the director, like that was uh, part way through the movie that that was that actually was a blue toothbrush. They went back and they switched it. He made it yellow, so it's he had a tough time making decisions. Is what I'm saying, yeah, go ahead. yeah. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go a little outside the box, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna have. Uh, well, I'm, I'm on an island. It's a, it's aquatic. You know, it's surrounded by water. Um, Zoom in. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to have um, just uh, attached to the coast of my island is going to be um, a little like a little piece of that rig. You know what I'm saying? Like a little rig. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to every once in a while I'm going to travel. Not not Mur- not not Murtaugh. No. <laughs> okay. Killed it. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be I'm gonna go out there and uh, go under the water and look through the, the 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 glass there and just stare at shit and feel like I'm a explorer. And the only thing, the only prop from the movie in there is that goddamn motivational poster. So you know, I will I will have good thoughts while I'm down there, and I will seriously hammer myself while I'm down there. <laughs> There's another poster in the movie of a little. Did you see this? Did you notice this? It's a little cute water droplet. Did you did you notice that in the background? I did not. Like a little water droplet that was like kind of smiling. Very cute. Is it, you could put. I, I want. I gift that to you as well. You can have two posters of. What is it? But there has to be some message to the water droplet. Yeah, it says uh, you're swimming in, in the monster's pee. <laughs> I think that was the. No, I don't know what it said. I I didn't zoom that hard. I just saw it and I thought it was cute. Nice. Yeah. All right, that's great. Yeah, so it's a big, a big, a big one. Um, this is, you think this is the biggest movie we've ever done on the show? It's the biggest. It's definitely the big biggest financial loss per budget, probably. <laughs> Wonder if we'll see old William Eubank come back Ab- anytime absolutely. soon. Absolutely, another film. Absolutely, we will. I think he didn't do. I mean, it looks the movie looks great. It's got some good, good, uh, at least some good actors joined. The party. Yeah, and actually, he, the guy—the guy is the, not exactly what you would expect when you look at him. He's just a fresh-faced young guy. He looks like a jock. Doesn't look like a like a film nerd by any stretch of the imagination. Although, yeah. all the sh- the shots of him on the documentary while they were filming the, the movie, he has his hair dyed the same color as Kristen Stewart's. So he had his head shaved and he had her colored hair. So I guess he was doing that to mm-hmm. identify with her, so she can feel kindred. And then, but now when he's being interviewed later on, he's just a normal looking guy but he's works well with effects yeah well he's a cinematographer by trade did you know this yeah 
Did you know that he and uh, your friend, our friend Charlie, uh, he made a movie, um, and that guy was a cinematographer for Crave? it. Crave? Yes. I'll be darned. Mm-hmm. And that movie has a similar look, actually, in some respects. There's some of that, some of that gritty, gr- <clears throat> that gritty sheen to it. Um, so let's recommend, uh, let's recommend a little something or other here for the uh, for the kind folks out there. I was, you know, I was thinking about this today because I was like, I need to recommend something that's a little bit more interesting than I have been. Then I, I totally forgot what I was going to recommend. Do you do you already have something in the queue? No. Darn it. Um, did you get Quibi, by the way? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Well, Sam Raimi directed something I don't give a it. shit. I think that is so fucking stupid. I just, it makes me wonder, because I love Raimi so much. But yeah, I don't have it either. Yeah, to me, it feels like, oh, did you get the new Philips CDI machine? No, I'm going to sit this one out, dog. All right. Well, what about think of a movie you can recommend? All right. Oh man. Oh man. Oh man. I'm gonna go with something a little bit more modern. I okay. I don't need to show off. Um. Damn. There's so many good ones. I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend a movie that I haven't seen for a long time, and I'm gonna watch Shallow Grave. I think Danny Boyle is his first film, or at least as close That's to his it. first film. It's great. From what I remember, you McGregor, Christopher, and there, Christopher Eccleston, Eccleston, and is it Carrie uh, Carrie Washington? No, what's her name? Carrie Carrie Fox? No, is that right? Is that her last Maybe. name? Maybe Carrie something. That's a good little movie. I haven't seen it for a long time. I just spotted it on my shelves. That's that's a good one to recommend. Yeah. It's a it's a it's an uplifting film. That's what I like about it. Yeah, actually, I, my favorite part is uh, you and when you ask him. Uh, when you, they're interviewing potential flatmates and he's asking about sacrificing a goat, that's one of my favorite parts. <laughs> I haven't seen it for a long time. All right, go uh, ahead. I, I feel like I always fail at this. You shouldn't feel like that, sir. I feel, I feel failure. All right, I'm going to recommend um, something that we're going to do on here at some point because it's $4.99 right now on iTunes. A movie that you like and I like that was a huge failure. David Tui's below. Is that on? That's on iTunes right 499, now. 4.99. Happy. That's another underwater failure, but I. It's and it's a movie I love. It's a it's a haunted house movie in a submarine with uh, with uh, some interesting people. You got my man Bruce Greenwood. You got Olivia Col- Olivia Williams. You got you got Zach Galifianakis. You got Holt McElhaney. You got what's the lead guy who's kind of okay? Matthew something. Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Davis, Matthew, Zach Alphanakis. Did you say his I name? I did. You say Zach. Yeah. And, um, some, there's a bunch I, of people I on think, it. There's I like, think no, our boy's in it. Patrick Kilpatrick, I think, is in it. He is an anhole. And so it's just like, uh, yeah, everybody in it. It's like insane how many people that you'd recognize. But it's actually a really good movie. And that's a movie that barely got it released. I think also a screenplay by Darren Aronofsky. At, at least, he at least uh, produced it. I don't remember if he wrote it. He wrote it, I think. Okay, but it's it's a good little gem of a movie. I remember it, that was one of the two films that Dimension threw out, and that in Equilibrium, and they were both hated by God, and uh, they both finally got a little bit of release, um, which uh, 
didn't work out, but at least I felt, you know, we were big champions of those films and, you know, we got a little bit of love and it was nice, but David, I loved some David Tui, man. He's, he's just so under, I think he's so underrated. Absolutely. Has he made a bad film? I don't think he has. I mean, I guess Chronicles of Riddick. No, no way. It's ambitious and maybe not. No, I like that movie. That's fun. But he's just, he's solid, man. I mean, he doesn't get to, he only get a, gets to work when, when Vin Diesel deems it so. But, man, I miss him. I wish he was, he's a, he's mostly, he used to be a, more of a writer than a director, right? Yep. Um, but I love, but yeah, Below the, Below is a great recommendation because I bet a lot of people haven't seen that movie. So, okay. So he did Grand Tour. Dexter Fletcher, Dexter Fletcher in that. He did Grand Tour Disaster in Time. That was his first. Which is, which is actually kind of a good movie. Have you ever seen no. it? I think it's um. Uh, what's his face? Jeff Daniels is in there. Yes, right? he is. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's like a time travel type movie. It's pretty interesting. But the arrival is a, a lot of fun. Pitch Black's good. Below's good. Riddick's fun. Perfect Getaway is fun. Riddick. That's all he's done as a director. That's nuts. And he wrote Terminal Velocity, which I have a soft spot for. Yeah, Terminal Velocity is a lot of fun, actually. Yep. But you know we're we're you and I are huge fans of Perfect Getaway. It's just the guy the guy is good. Like he's he's a solid filmmaker, and he doesn't get to doesn't get to make movies very often. Sadly, although he, he he's he's gotten plenty of writing. I think he's doing pretty well for his writing work. Like he's written some big movies, Fugitive. You know he's he's done some biggins. So he's he ain't hurting. He created Waterworld. Created War, he created Warlock. He wrote one of the Critters movies. I mean he's. Warlock is a fun movie as well. G.I. Jane. Imposter. Oof. G.I. Jane probably had like a ton of writers on it, I imagine. Yeah. I love that movie anyway. too, actually. Right. Yep. Which one? G.I. Jane? Yep. Yeah. I never saw that. Oh, we'll do that on here. That'll be uh, episode 111. Um, yeah. So, hey, hope, hope you folks have been enjoying all these episodes. Uh, just digging out, digging in, you know, like a fucking tick. You know, sitting in, in your in your isolation to fucking hauling ass on these episodes and just like your eyes are moving around the room, like like really puzzled, like thinking, like your eyes are fucking moving around. You're thinking, like we're really waiting. And then you get to the you get to the end of the episode, and you're like, no one ever needs to talk about this movie again. These guys did it. These guys. Yeah, we put it. We buried it. Up. We did it. We did. We we put the we put the button on it. It's done. Yeah, we buried the film. We tapped the ground twice. Uh, it's it's it, it's it's hard. It's hard to get in there. Yeah, these some of these movies don't want. They don't want to be discovered. Like we, you know, they 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 resist it. They're like they're like, hey, uh, we don't want to reveal our secrets, and it's we zoom in. It's too late. <laughs> we zoom. Yeah, it's in, not it's know? not the One Ring. It doesn't want to be found. You know exactly. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's like the it's almost like if these movies try to go to sleep at night, but they can't. They're terrified that we'll discover uh, all the the small things about them that they're ashamed of, or that they want to keep to themselves. Yeah. You know, they 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 fear us, Nick. I know, I know. Just like the just like the audience fears. Yeah, fears I'm us. looking down the highway and I see I see the prince, and it's shaking in its boots because it knows we, we're we're coming with the hammer. Uh, we're gonna make it. We're gonna render it irrelevant once we trounce it and and. and Give everyone the definitive take on it. Not the movie microscope boys, not those guys. You know, it's like uh, it's like the creatures in I Am Legend that fear 
uh, you know, the main character, whatever his name is. Uh, those movies fear us, man, because we are. Like, I think his right? name is Neville. Neville. No, not, yeah, I think it is. I think it is. Yeah. Either that or that's a neighbor. Yeah. yeah. I think it is Neville. Anyway, fuck it. Stepping off the sidelines, looking for a handout. Begging the favor of a basket case. I know the question before you say your word. But in the words of a person, I Was built to burn out fast. I ask a question, the mirror.